files fans and this is we want to believe all right welcome to a very special episode of we want to believe special in that liz and i are both academics it's the end of the semester and we didn't really feel any burning desire to watch this episode so we're gonna watch it now so what we're doing is we're gonna watch a little of the episode pause it talk to you Pause the recording so you don't have to just sit there in silence listening to us watching it, right? And we'll just cut back in every couple scenes, tell you what we're seeing, tell you what we think about it. Yeah. We've watched the cold open already. Yes. Oh, this is, uh, we're watching Genderbender, by the way. Yes, Genderbender, which is uh, still season one, episode 14. And before we jump into this, do we have any updates? Um, When did you want to give your update on Worms? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I would love to get my update on Worms right now. (laughs) All right, go for it. Okay, so Worms, it's a town in Germany, and it looks pretty cute, and it's super important in the history of the Reformation and Martin Luther, and so there was this thing... No, hold on. Oh, God. W-O-R-M-S. Yes. Like, okay. Just spelled like Worms. I mean, it's probably Worms, but it is absolutely spelled like Worms. Okay. And um, I will say... (laughs) <laughs> this is me being real uh, vague again. I'm going to be like, here's some kind of stuff that <laughs> there's going to be somebody listening to this being like, oh my God, you know nothing, um, which is fair. And it'll be your husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So it has stuff to do with the Reformation. It's important okay. because of this thing called the Diet of Worms. <laughs> Which is also Leaves. not what it sounds like. Oh, oh, I thought it would mean like to lose weight, only eat worms. But no, oh, that's... Um, <laughs> I like your interpretation better. <laughs> Neither is correct. Okay. Um, it was... Oh, God. I don't... <laughs> it was a big thing that was bad for Lutherans. Hmm. It was a... Conference? Is that the word I want? It was some... Okay, so here's the thing. In today's episode, as we explained, we're going to be pausing to watch bits (laughs) of the show. I'm going to take a moment to remember what the hell the Diet of Worms is. Because... uh, Wait, but so it's like... It was an event. It was an event. In Worms. Okay. uh, Back in the 1600s. So like the Constitutional Congress. Um... It's more, I mean, yeah, and it's it's okay. called, it, it was this thing that happened that Did was... Did it involve food? No. Why was it called the Diet of Worms? I think diet can mean something else, and I just learned this when I was learning about worms. I mean, like, like besides anything nutritional. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I know diet can mean just, like, what you oh, eat, not necessarily no. dieting. No, no, it's like, my interpretation is you can use diet to mean conference or something. <laughs> <laughs> um... We're going to find out if that's true when we pause this and see if I'm, like, totally full of shit. Um, If I am, it's not intentional. Uh, But, yeah, more on worms to come at the end of this episode. (laughs) A reminder, we're scientists. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of science, though, good news today. By the time you're hearing this, it will have been 
not today, but uh, they just got the first image of the black hole at the center of the Milky Way, and there's images of it, so that's super cool. There's a black hole at the center of the Milky Way? There's a black hole at the center of every galaxy. Why? Well, it's got a lot of gravitational pull. It's like what's kind of like keeping everything rotating. I guess I kind of thought... <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to finish that sentence. I would really love it if you did. <laughs> I guess I kind of thought there was like one big star. In well, the I mean, like that's essentially what oh, it's acting as. It's not so one big star big because it's collapsed. I mean, it's so it's like you know when yeah when a star is big enough. Right. Big stars when they die they become black holes if they're right. big enough, and black holes can eat other stuff and get bigger and bigger. And by bigger, mm. I mean denser. I don't The mean, diet of black holes. Yeah, the diet of black <laughs> holes. Yes, they should have a, a conference and. Um, why are we so misunderstood? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it is kind of like, I mean, I think of it like the engine at the, the heart of the galaxy. That's, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're picturing a big star for the right reason. It's just not ah. nearly big enough. Like a single star is just Ugh. not big enough for what you're picturing. Okay. Or for what we would need. Right. Um, right. But yeah, a black hole can form and can get bigger and bigger and bigger as it gets more and more and more massive and okay. therefore more dense. Okay. Okay, so yeah. What does the picture look like? It looks like some blurry orangeness with a black ho- dot? hole. Not dot, actually. Oh. Kind of spot, like, oh. at the center. Different than a dot. <laughs> it, it's bigger than a dot. It's a spot. Yeah. Um, okay. Ooh. Yeah, it's neat. What? So we haven't had a picture of that before? Not like this, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not super knowledgeable about, like what images we have and stuff okay. in astronomy. But yeah, yeah, no, like this is, this is newsworthy. And wow. so, yeah. Oh, and my, cool. like all my scientists, physics type people are mm-hmm. posting about it right now. So oh, neat. breaking news. Cool. Glad, yeah. Look up the image. It's neat. Yeah. Anyway, that's, it has nothing to do with X-Files or worms well, or, I mean, it has lots, you know, more than the diet of worms. Yeah. Does. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> the day we fought space. A Wreck'em Up with Spiraling Chain Reactions is now available for pre-order on the App Store. As a physics professor, I especially approve of this game. More about reaction than rehearsal. You'll use physics to your advantage as you create dynamic chain explosions to take your enemies down. You can personalize your ship to best suit your playstyle and the mission at hand with zany weapons such as an orbital blade, an ice laser, or a wrecking ball. The best part is that The Day We Fought Space is coming from a close friend of ours and of the podcast. Catherine Kimport, who is the game writer-in-chief at Tersiops Truncatus Studios. See if you have what it takes to reclaim the solar system in this gritty and dynamic side-scroller. Pre-order now before The Day We Fought Space's official launch on May 26th. Visit thedaywefoughtspace.com slash purchase to order now. So we started watching Genderbender. So we just got through the cold open to the title, and there's some very early 90s music in a very early 90s club. The club really struck me as one of those places that Hollywood creates to be like, this is a cool, hip, kind of debaucherous club yeah. for young people who are hip and rich. And yeah, like, yeah. is this a real place ever? I don't know. There's like a woman dancing in a cage and like generic 90s music that isn't an actual song because that would require rights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we see this dude and he's like, he hits on a girl. Nothing seems to happen. Well, like at a bar. That oh, right. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then he's like standing by like a horoscope yes. machine. 
Right. If you will, I thought it was an ATM, but then it said horoscope <laughs> and had like a keyboard. Yeah. And he's got his hand kind of resting on the side of it. And a woman comes up and kind of grabs the side of his hand, which is a real weird way of picking someone up. And they kind of look at each other and she's holding like the, I don't know what the term would be. Like the webbing between the thumb and forefinger? Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then they show them back at someone's apartment. Um, She's climbing out of bed. It's clear they slept together. And she's not speaking, which is weird. She's being kind of weird. And she kind of just like backs up. She's like standing in like the ensuite bathroom, just like watching him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that was great. And then he starts choking. Yeah. And like some foam or something comes out of his mouth. Yeah. And then they kind of film her again and they film down to her feet and then they film her again. What did you, okay, we just watched this scene together and we're trying not to talk about it while we're watching it so that we can talk about it while recording. Did she turn into him? Or did she just turn into some other dude? Oh. If she turned into him, Mm. I find that intriguing. Right. If she just turned into some dude, I'm really not interested. And it's going to, the whole thing is going to strike me as super, super transphobic bullshit. I think it was just some dude. But I don't, yeah. I mean, because I think the initial guy had longer hair. He had floppier hair. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. see. We'll see what's going on. I was wondering, it seemed like whoever this killer is was stealing the guy's clothes. Yeah. So I I found that interesting. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. We'll continue. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll pause it again, or we'll talk again when there are interesting things to talk about, which could be... Soon or could be never. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This could be the end of the episode. All right. All right, we're back and we got a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah. We have seen the. uh, I'm frankly not sure where to start. Yeah, Mulder and Scully show up at the crime scene. Uh, I was wrong. It was not that the woman turned into the same dude she killed, she turned into some other dude with less floppy hair. Right. Uh, She did steal his clothes and his. Briefcase. Yeah. Um, and uh, it mul- Scully's like, why were we even called in on this case? Because mm-hmm. uh, the guy died of having a massive coronary, they said. Right. And uh, and Mulder makes it clear he requested any any case that comes in with these... Uh, Same cause of death. Yeah, that mm-hmm. call them. And he does one of his famous slideshows and shows there have been five people, um, both men and women, who've died of a coronary right after having sex right in like the last short period of time in this area right and that um they all had some sort of they all had a massive coronary event they also all had scratches on their sides yeah and they all well okay so (laughs) i don't even know so okay Mulder introduces us to the kindred. He talks about they're like the Amish. They live nearby. They're known for their pottery. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it basically seems like they want to use the idea of the Amish, but do their own thing with it. So they need a new name. Um, The the show writers. Um, And uh, they're known for their pottery. And they use this white clay in this Mm -hmm. area near where they live. Right. Oh, the pheromones. Well, oh, hold we on. gotta talk we'll about the pheromones. Yeah, we'll okay. To that. All right. So anyway, um, all of the scratches that were found in the sides of the victims have bits of white clay in them. Right. Dun dun dun. Which, so it seems like, like the killer must be 
a rogue kindred member. Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't wash their hands. Right. But also maybe can transform. Right. Okay. Um, and now there's all sorts of issues already. The first thing that came to mind was, so they're talking to, talking to the detective, whoever is on the scene with them. Um, and he's talking about how they saw someone that looked like a woman enter the room and someone that looked like a man leave the room. Um, and he mentions that like, there doesn't seem to be any known association between the two. Scully says something like, something like, can you imagine, uh, Something about sex between strangers in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Well, she meant because of AIDS. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. This is the oh, early 90s. I was yeah. thinking it was like early 90s, thinking some sort of like Reagan era, early Bush like senior. Puritanical pu- yeah. Sort of yeah. Thing. No, no. That's oh, that makes thing. way more yeah. sense. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I did think it was funny, though, that the guy, when she said that, the guy just kind of shrugged like, hmm. And oh, yeah, because we, we did find out the guy who died was married, by the way. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. So they also found high amounts of pheromones in these people's bodies. And they think, like, that's what killed them. Right. Oh, and they also mention about the woman walking in, man walking out. They make it clear, like, this is a different person. Because one of the, either Muller or Scully says, like, well, maybe they just changed clothes. And they're yeah. like, no, this is, like, they're way taller. They've, like, got, like, 30 pounds on yeah. them. Like, it's right. a different person. Okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, pheromones that they're, like... Yeah. So there's some interesting discussion already about pheromones in the episode. Um, one thing... So, so Mueller is proposing that these super high levels of pheromones that are found in the bodies gave these people or put these people into anaphylactic shock, and that's what killed them. It's not really a thing that can happen so much. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like that could be said about so many things. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should just have a sound bite of you saying that, and we can be like, add that in here. I did think it was funny that Scully said something about how pheromones haven't even been proven to be in humans yet or something like that, which humans do secrete some levels of pheromones. So I don't know if that's a X-Files thing or a 90s Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not to the degree that other mammals do, but let's see. Anything else so far? I don't think so. Yeah. We'll see about this white clay. Yeah. They're going, they're about to drive out into the countryside, presumably to visit the kindred now. Right. So let's see what happens. So Mulder and Scully show up in a town, presumably near where the kindred live. And they go into like a general store. With some very helpful employees. As far as I can tell, Mulder and Scully just randomly went into this store that was nearby where the kindred are. They didn't have any specific reason to go to this store. And there are all these pictures of the kindred hanging, like, above the cash register. And it is not, like, the owners are not of this group. So they just have basically random pictures of And they say they're from the 30s. Yeah. Still super weird. Yes. Yeah. And the one of the people says, like, oh, the, the guy who's very talkative and helpful to provide information for the plot. Yeah. Uh, and he, he says, oh, I don't mind them. They bring in the tourists. But he also mentions that they, like, they don't take kindly to outsiders or something. And, yeah. You know, and I just feel like, 
Who are these tourists who are like, let me go look at Amish type people and like old dusty photos of them? Is that a thing? Oh, I don't know. I feel like probably. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, conveniently, well, I figure these photos are going to have to matter. My guess right right now is we're going to see that someone in one of the photos is still alive. Yeah. Because they like that already. We've seen that more than once. And there'd be no other point to having these pictures be part of the plot. Because so, they really like focused in yeah, on Yeah, because three of them are off the wall, and the guy says he's getting them reframed. And so Mulder asks to take a look at them, and so they kind of look them over. There's more similar looking pictures. So they see a carriage go by, and so they leave the general store to follow the carriage, and their Mulder is trying to get some of the people to talk. He follows them into a store, the feed store. Right. And Scully stops to talk to the guy who's tending to the horses. And he's not really talking to her. And then he says that he's not supposed to talk outside. And so instead of leaving that, Scully tries to get him to shake her hand, which Which, I thought was weird. Yeah, I feel like if he's not even allowed to talk to outsiders, why is he going to touch you? Yeah. A woman from outside. Right. But he does. They shake hands. And he touches that kind of spot in the webbing between her thumb and forefinger. Right. And the camera zooms in on it. She seems to be kind of like hypnotized of sorts. Yeah. And then the people, the rest of the kindred come out and they're like, brother, brother Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, brother mm-hmm. Andrew. Time to go. Stop or it. something. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And that's where we are at. I, I, by the way, I remember nothing of this. I know I've watched this episode at some point. It is, like, brand new. I don't remember anything from it. Yeah, I don't... The only thing that was familiar to me so far was the scene at the club, but I feel like that very easily could have been from any number of episodes. And you'll recall, we're going to get a cameo from someone. Or not a cameo is the wrong word, but there's going to be an actor in here that you recognize. Okay. That is all I remember about this episode is going, so-and-so is in this. I'm not going to say any more. Okay. Mulder and Scully are making all sorts of questionable decisions about this case in their lives, I feel. They decide to go and look for the kindred. Yeah. They drive as far as they can. And then they're like, well, we can't go any further. So let's just get our paper map that looks kind of like a placemat. Yeah. And <laughs> like, how and incompetent is the forest. Mulder looking at this map? Like, I don't. See, I thought that maybe they were like magically disoriented by the kindred because he's like, we should be there by now this way is west okay i like that option a lot better than just they're trying to portray i feel like, like we've seen Mulder with maps yeah maps right i just I mean, kept they're fbi agents thinking about like this is so interesting and in that nowadays if it was like we need to find the kindred we would like we wouldn't just randomly go into a storefront and be like, "Hey, tell me about your your yeah. kindred," and uh, <laughs> and then like use like this paper map and just like walk there with no preparation. You would no. it would all be I mean it would all be I feel like using more... Google. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like there should have been more preparation yeah. in the '90s. Though, yeah, too. absolutely. I was thinking like, what shoes are they wearing while they're hiking yeah. in the forest? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I have to interrupt to yes. tell a story. Yes. Um, because it reminded me. So one Father's Day, it would have been uh, 2013. Um, and Zach and I went out to lunch with his parents. And uh, Zach's whole family is very outdoorsy, very 
you know, they into like walking and they walk hiking. fast. They walk fast. Yeah. Um, and, you know, camping and all those things, which, like, I don't want to say that I would be into the outdoors <laughs> anyway, but given my allergies, okay. I have extremely okay. limited. Okay. Although, I mean, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's, all right. I mean, it's. I just it's feel a, like from the when Helen was little and a kid, she wouldn't want to go outside because of the wind, and it would make her mad, and she would go, <laughs> the wind! So that's My what friend I think Erica <laughs> would make fun of me for uh, not liking the wind. This was when we were, like, 20. Like, <laughs> this was not as a kid. We'd be walking on campus, and I'd make some comment, and she'd go, oh, no, the wind! <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not outdoorsy. No. <clears throat> yeah. For many reasons. Yeah. Uh, but Zach's family is. And so, you know, I've done my best over the yeah. years. Yeah. So we're out for lunch and I was, it was Father's Day. And so I, I was wearing like a sundress and some like strappy sandals of some sort. Nothing like overly dressy, but cute yeah. shoes. Yeah. And someone proposed going for a hike. And so we, I was kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, and kind of looked at Zach. I was like, I'm just kind of wearing these sandals. Yeah. And my father-in-law, Tom, said, you know, it might be a good idea just whenever you know you're going to see us to maybe put some hiking shoes in the car. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was like, oh, Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh. Oh, all right. I thought I, I thought I almost got out of that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So they're they're probably not wearing good yeah. shoes. They yeah. probably have not followed Tom's advice. No. And so they're like kind of lost, and all of a sudden they're surrounded by the kindred, like yeah. the raptors. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. The attack comes from the kindred you didn't even know were there, <laughs> and um, they are like, we can't let you go any further. Uh, unless you give us your guns, because right. you can't have any weapons. Right. And so they do. Yeah. Well, so I noticed they take the clips out of them yeah. and give them the clips. Yeah. Which still seems So they like... can hit someone with a gun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, FBI 101, gotta be, right? I mean, like... I, guess I don't know what FBI 101 is, but I imagine it's not. If someone asks you to give them your gun, <laughs> yeah. you should do it. If they ask really nice and yeah. promise they're not going to be violent. Yeah. 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 Uh, when they give up their guns... The then we meet Sister Abby, who seems to yeah. kind of be in charge, and she says something to the effect of like, "Now we're all safe," or "Now yeah. we can feel we feel safe," or something. I was thinking like that's never been less true. I'm sure for Mulder and Scully yeah, in this right. scenario. Yeah. So they follow them back to the big farmhouse of sorts. You made a comment oh. about how fake the farming looked. Yeah, it's just people some, just like, like standing in a field. Yeah, with like of. holding some like I don't know farming type stuff, but just kind of randomly spread out amongst the. I don't wheat. know. Is it wheat? It I looks think, like it, yeah. I, yeah. I could be told it was wheat, and I believe it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. It seemed very like. Look, they're farming, but there's pretend a, to it, farm it, it now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's like already like a dinner table all set up, yeah. and so they go inside, and there's gas lamps, and it's like looks kind of formal. This mm-hmm. long table, uh, and they sit down for dinner, and there's like this older dude who just keeps coughing, and everyone is ignoring it. Yeah. And they sit down and they pray and Mulder and Scully are like, hey, we want to show you this video to see if you recognize anybody from the footage. And they're like, oh, we can't look at video. And uh, this one guy gets mad. Yeah. Brother Wilton. Yeah. Yeah. And basically at any 
suggestion. Oh, I think it was when one Mulder or Scully asked, has anyone left here recently? Yes. He like bangs on the table. Right. They, like, we have no interest in your violence or, yes. you know, something of that or, and sort. And your questions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and your violence or your questions. <laughs> and so Sister Abby stands up and kind of reprimands him and which was weird. It was weird. It was, yeah. I mean, these are both grown adults. Yeah. And she's but, like, Basically, we're not allowed to get angry, and so you better apologize. Right. She said something. What was that? Something about apologizing for your wrath? Or yes. What was it? Yes. Because I I uh, made note of it in my head and thought next time one of my kids is yelling, <laughs> being like, "Brother William, <laughs> I apologize expect you to apologize for, to, for your wrath." <laughs> and so Mulder and Scully are like, "Oh, that's cool. You yeah. know, no biggie." Um, and then dude who's been coughing coughs harder and harder, and then seems to be choking. Right. And they're like. Don't intervene. Yeah, Scully tries to go over to help, and yeah. she's like, "He's struggling to breathe, or something yeah. like that." And uh, and they're say something. They'll deal with him. Yeah, they'll, they'll take yeah. him away. Yeah, it's clear they're just gonna let this guy die. I think presumably, I... or do some sort of magic on ooh, him. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Or ooh, what if the guy comes back, but he's Someone different else? and younger, maybe. or something? Yeah. Let's see. Um, yep, and I believe it is this next scene where we're going to see the person that you should recognize. Okay. So I have to admit, I'm starting to just think about lunch. we <laughs> 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 really kind of done with the episode. It got kind of like, I think everything that we just saw in the last couple scenes could have been achieved in half the time. Yeah, yeah. So let's explain how quickly it could have been done. <laughs> yeah. So Mulder and Scully are let go. Yep. You know, they're like stay on the path. Right. But they don't. They don't. They double back. Yes. They want to go creep on them and see what's going on. Right. And so um, they are watching as they have some sort of ceremony in a barn. Yep. Um, they see some people going in and out of the cellar. Mulder's and, like, I want to see what's going on in that cellar. Right. And Scully is kind of keeping watch outside. Um, but then Brother Andrew sneaks up on her and says he wants to show her something <clears throat> that he knows who did it. Yeah. And so we see kind of the back and forth between Mulder exploring this, like, big tunnel. It's like a cave, cave system. system. Yeah, yeah. That's underneath the barn. And Scully talking to Brother Andrew. And what Mulder sees is, I think it's that old dude who was coughing. Yeah. They're like covering him in a whitish goo. It looked like silt. I was I was imagining oh. it was like the what silt is, of the clay. What is silt? Is silt gooey? I didn't look gooey to me. Oh, it didn't? Oh, okay. Maybe I thought it was gooey and it wasn't. You have a better angle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Adam and I have a, a phrase that we use because uh, anytime something goes wrong, well, I'll explain. Uh, one time we were heading to Europe, I think it was 2014, we had a rental car and we had just stopped at Starbucks and I kind of put my hand on like the door handle of the rental car and mm-hmm. kind of in the like little divot, you know, where like you yeah. can store change or something, I kind of put my fingers in there and there was goo. Oh. And so... We said, we applied it towards the trip we were taking, but then we use it for everything in life since then. You can say, at least it's not goo. <laughs> and so uh, I just, you know, it's been eight years now and we still say, well, at least it's not goo about things. <laughs> so in this case, it may or may not have been goo. Yeah, it may or may not have been some sort of white substance. Yeah. And it's probably point, related to the clay. Yeah. I'm thinking. And I'm um, at this point really thinking about, have you read the book Mexican Gothic? 
No, but I think you told me to read it. Yeah, um, I couldn't think of the name of it, so I googled mushroom horror book, and I found it. <laughs> Ooh, well, don't uh, eventually. ruin it. Yeah, and it's not mushrooms exactly, so it wasn't oh. one of the first hits. But okay. um, it's really creepy, but there's a lot okay. of stuff that's reminding me of some of the imagery in this episode Ooh. with rejuvenation, huh. creepy families, isolation, caves, oh. and goo. Oh, so um, I really recommend it. It's a really, really good book. That's so, what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just for some reason never seems to make it onto what I'm reading. Yeah. But I, mean, I like, want to. I put it on hold at the library and it took forever to get it. Yeah. It's popular. So yeah. So he sees this guy covered in goo yep. lying there. Yep. And then he eventually tries to leave, but there's kind of people blocking both exits. And he overhears them talking mm-hmm. and like they know that Scully's in the house. Right. And so Scully is talking to Andrew, brother Andrew, and uh he is showing her some magazines and saying that these are from his former best friend, brother Martin, and the two of them would go walking. They were interested in the outside world. And I think he says something about how Martin liked the magazines. Even the, the paper was slick or something. <laughs> and uh, oh, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he keeps hinting that Martin is different. You know, Martin yeah. and Scully's trying to be like, well, why? And he's made it. He sure seems to be implying Martin's a killer. I don't know yeah. if he actually comes out and says that, but it, I got that impression. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then he, like, touches Scully's hand. Right. And like his, the other people were. Yeah. And honestly, like, the scenes in the club, it makes it seem like once you, like, get your hand touched by one of these people, you're like, ooh, I'm into them. Right. Whereas this felt more like Scully was roofied. Yeah, right. Yeah, she becomes all disoriented and stuff, and he um, pushes her back on the bed, and that's when Mulder breaks in. Um, and so then the two of them leave. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I don't even know. See, here's the thing. Sometimes... The X-Files is so far in one direction that it's, like, spooky and intriguing. And sometimes it's, like, almost relatable. And I feel like this episode is in the middle where it's, like, they're talking about pheromones and cardiac events and things that Mm. are real but using such... I mean, like, what? Are we supposed to think that this person is transmitting hormones through their hand into the other person and it's like drugging them like but then they're also somehow able to psychically kill people and then also shapeshift right of course yeah yeah so like i feel like it's like in the not sweet spot yeah that's interesting that makes sense yeah because like tombs is super creepy yes none of this is creeping me out no i mean i don't care for the goo if it is uh, goo it may or may not be. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. So when Mulder and Scully leave the house, like, all the people are out there. And Sister Abigail's like, we told you, I don't know, to leave or whatever. Yeah. And they just kind of stare at each other for a moment. And then, like, the crowd parts and they're, yeah. like, you know, leave. Oh, when, I thought they were going to, I don't know, abduct them or kill them or something. Right. Take them into the cellar. Seeing that would have been more interesting. 
I suppose. But we needed to get to the next scene, which yeah. I was waiting well, for. Well, hold on. One oh, thing okay. I remembered was when Mulder and Scully were walking back to the car the first time, mm-hmm. um, Mulder mentions that he feels like some of the people that they were just talking to were some of the same people right. in those pictures right. from the 30s. Speaking of tombs. So... Right. Yeah. And yeah. also um, that got brought up in fire as well with like yeah. this name, Cecil Lively, has right. come up multiple times, blah, blah, blah. I feel mm-hmm. like they're like, well, when in doubt, make it that these people, the villain has existed for, for decades and decades right. and isn't aging. Yeah. Like they're, they're trying to put too many things yes. in here, I yes. think. Yes. They're over-egging the pudding. <laughs> is that a phrase? It is. <laughs> I don't I know like where it. I picked it up, but yes. <laughs> I hope it's first. (laughs) (laughs) It is now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so then we see back at the club showing presumably the murder and or someone, maybe not. There's like a dude on a phone. Right. And it's cry check. It's cry check. Except it's cry check. But it's not. not, It's it's Nicholas Lee, the actor who goes on to play cry check. Yeah. Um, Which was very exciting. Yeah. That was worth it. Yeah. I mean... If you are not already a big X-Files fan, you might recall Helen talking about her favorite episode mm, yep. uh, in which Mulder punches Krychek in the face. This yeah. is the several times, yeah. I believe, in that series of episodes. <laughs> yeah. It's a real good one. Oh, it's the, oh, God, it's so good. All right. Remember when he gets his hand cut off and the tea and the tea bag and the dunking? The tea oh, bag? Yeah. yeah. Me and Amanda used to imitate that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Agent Krychek ends up being yeah. an extraordinarily compelling villain yeah. and, like foil for Mulder and uh yeah here he is just playing some uh some dude in the club yeah taking a call he's like on his cell phone and like shouting and I feel like dude if you're gonna make a call go outside she can't hear you and uh and then (laughs) we don't know how loud the music is it seems very loud yeah at least go in the bathroom yeah I don't know if I don't think you could text back then. No, so I mean, not. I guess actually now that I think about it, the fact in that fact, he's, I know you could not. Yeah, the fact that he's even on a cell phone is probably trying to tell us something about his money and status. Yeah, because most right. people did not have cell phones in whatever this is ninety three ninety four. Yeah, so. ninety two ninety three. Ninety two. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's trying to tell us like he's a hot shot. Yeah. But yeah, then another woman comes up to him, touches his hand, yeah. and he's like, oh, hey. Yeah. You know, and uh, you're like, it's cry check. I don't know. Um, so that's where we're at. Yeah. Let's finish this off. Yep. I want to eat lunch. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> aliens. They were aliens. Because, you of know, course there wasn't are. enough going on in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we just finished it. A bit of a letdown. I mean, was it I a mean, letdown? We, uh, no, I mean, no. we were expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Crychecks attacked. Yep. And uh, there's some transphobic language. And they, like, you know, while they're in the hospital interviewing Crychek, who's not Crychek, yeah. Michael. Unless it's his origin story, Ooh, which I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while they're in the hospital interviewing him, they get word that the credit card stolen from the original victim was just used to order takeout at a hotel. Yep. And so they like go and they show like they show the hotel room, which doesn't look like a hotel room. It looks like a weird apartment. Yeah. And um and there's a woman in there who's like monologuing. Oh, but then there's like a dead guy in the bed that you see yeah. she's talking to, and she's saying things about how like touching like a human man right. or a human woman or whatever. Right. And you're like, 
oh, so you're not human? Um, and they, the Mulder and Scully burst in, and she, because it's so dark in there, kind of like yeah. gets the jump on them, gets out in the hallway, turns into a man and hits Mulder in the face. Maybe. I might have the order wrong. I will just say this. They show the transformation into, like, another person. Yeah. And it was just like the, uh, have you seen, remember the Michael Jackson video for black and white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it black and white or black yeah. or white? Oh. It's, it's black. Oh, while it you're looking matter. that up, I'll yeah. correct myself that I looked it up and that this is 93-94, not 92-93. Um, it's black or white. Black or white. Anyway, that, sure. like, it yeah. was like the exact same sort of technology yeah. that's in that music video. <laughs> yeah, it it, like, she even like turns her head and then now it's a man. Um, and I feel like, oh, and they also say, uh, Mulder mentions that when he was down in that cave system, he saw the old dude who was choking. Right. Like buried alive in like the wall of the cave. Yeah. And he was like transforming into a woman. Right. And right. like, I just feel like, I feel like it's so Boring. extra dumb to make it like switching between man and woman. Right. They're shapeshifters. Why don't we focus on the fact that they're shapeshifters? Yeah. Like, yeah. R- like rather than like yeah. from one gender to the other. Well, and like, I also thought yeah. it was interesting. Scully says something like um, about, a woman bringing down the 200 pound cop or whatever. Cause there's a cop. Oh yeah. Um, when, uh, Crycheck was being attacked. Right. Um, and it's like, well, shouldn't you be able to Scully? Like, what if this person is trained? Like, is I don't think the ability point. to bring down yeah. a full grown man is like necessarily like, well, a woman couldn't do yeah. that. Yeah. Like we see you attack people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That does seem like crummy writing. Yeah. yeah. So just to very, Briefly wrap it up. There's a chase. They check the barn. No one's there. Or the farmhouse. Oh, um, well, before that, oh. um, the killer person runs uh-huh. out of the apartment building. Scully chases him because Mulder's been punched and is down. Right. And out in the alley, oh, all right. the kindred like show up in the shadows right. and surround the victim who's just wearing like a sweatshirt and white underpants. And I felt like, put some shorts on. Like, come yeah. on, fashion design for this episode costume designers yeah anyway the, the underwear were distracting me and not not in a good way and um uh scully's like got her gun on them but they're like surrounding him and then brother andrew is there and is like you know like let us do this or right. whatever and then skull or Mulder comes out and skull gets distracted for a second so brother andrew like knocks a gun out of her mm-hmm. hand and then in the hubbub they all disappear. Yeah, they like you something. see their shadows in the alley, and then you just they they just disappear. Ooh, they're gone. Yeah. And so then, yeah, then they go to the farmhouse. The farmhouse is empty. Right. They go to the barn. It's empty. They open the door that led to the cellar. It's sealed with like yeah. concrete or something. But then uh, someone's like, "You got to look in the hay field." Which so that's what that fake farming was. Hay? I guess so. What is, what is hay? Is it different than wheat? I don't know. <laughs> mm, I don't know. This yeah. I, getting back to our lack of outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought things like became hay later. You know mm. what? We don't need to no, elaborate on this. No, let's not And so, yeah, they go out there and it's it's it almost looks like a crop circle or something. Yeah. Like it's yes. all flattened grass. Yeah. Right. Because Scully's like, where could they have gone? They have no tra- means of transportation. Last line of the episode, Mulder saying, no earthly means of transportation. Yeah. It and was, it's like, it was aliens all yeah. along. And they left in their spaceship. Amish aliens. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I did not think that this episode was going to go towards Amish aliens. No. Same. Yeah, that but was... not in a good way. Not in a good way, though. Yeah. 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 Um, well, do you have worms updates? I do. So, the diet of worms... Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, diet is an... Like, the old-timey definition of that, it, coming from, like, a different root, is... Mm-hmm. A regular meeting of the states of a confederation or a meeting or session of a court or a legislative assembly. So that type of diet of worms. And um, the diet of worms was basically in 1521, Mm -hmm. uh, the Holy Roman Emperor Empire, like they they're like, hey, we're going to like call a meeting in Mm -hmm. worms, Germany, and we're going to make Martin Luther recant all the stuff he's been saying Hmm. about the Pope and whatnot. And Martin Luther was like, Nope, I won't do that. And they were like, great, you're a heretic. Thank you. I got paranoid all of a sudden. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to have to title the episode something else I can't pronounce. Um, Yeah, so they were like, they say the edict that he was a heretic Heretic. um, signals the first overt schism between Luther and the the Catholic Uh. Church. So that is the deal with the Diet of Worms. Hmm. That's super interesting. <laughs> no, it's so you would have preferred small leaves. Yeah, and uh, what else do worms eat? I don't know. Okay, maybe smaller what? worms. I don't know. <laughs> this is a question for next week. Yeah, learn more about worms. <laughs> with we want to believe, and then I do have a spooky story. Yes, tell to that share. And next week is Lazarus, which I believe. I'm going to say something like real insightful here. I think it has to do with people coming back from the dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't quite remember anything else. Me about neither. It. I don't have a bad feeling about it. Same. So yeah. It's an improvement. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Tell I your. I also say for some reason it makes oh. me want a popsicle, but I don't know why. Hmm. Does it make you think about popsicles at no. all? Huh. I don't know. I'll look into that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this is from our friend Alita, and this is uh, another story that I think falls in the sort of premonition category. Okay. Uh, She says, once when I was in college, I was kind of lonely, and my friend was having a party, but something told me to stay home. I thought on it and last minute decided to head over. But I had this awful feeling as soon as I left my house, and I kept thinking, maybe I should go back. And it got worse and worse until I was on their street, and it sort of went away. And she's biking, by the way. So she's biking Ah. from um, her house to her friend's house. And she's biking through this intersection, and she says, and the bike lane is next to a bunch of street parking. And as she's going down this hill on her bike, someone opens their car door, and she hits it going full speed. And totaled her bike, and messed up her knee, and lacerated her neck. And she says, the weird thing was when I went, I was talking to the driver while waiting on the paramedics, and he said his wife mentioned to look out as they just passed me riding, and he also had a bad feeling. Ah. So Hmm. they had driven past her while she was on her bike and then parked their car and then opened the car door and she hit it. Oh, They kind of overtook her, and so both she and them had, like, bad premonition feelings about the incident. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So. Wow. Creepy. Yeah. 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 So, um. Yeah, send us your stories. Yeah, we're going to have a, a good one coming up from our own father soon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Alien related. Alien related. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not ghosts. It's not premonitions. It is just aliens. And yeah. They're not Amish. Well, they might be. It was in Pennsylvania, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we figured it out. Hmm. Interesting. Well, TBD. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Until next time. Bye-bye.